Hey friends, welcome back to Be Well, the podcast, brought to you by the Alchemy of Hope Institute, where keeping us authentic and being well is priority. I'm so glad that you're back here with me today. Maybe you're tuning in in the morning or the afternoon or the evening. If you're joining me this morning, I hope that you are sitting in a cozy, safe, sacred space, maybe having a big cup of your favorite beverage, a warm cup of coffee, a hot cup of tea, or maybe a morning tincture. Maybe you're sitting on your front porch listening to the sounds of the morning, feeling the sun against your skin, or perhaps you're listening in the evening, allowing for this podcast to be a vehicle of unplugging with your favorite glass of wine or cocktail, sitting in an oversized comfy chair, maybe on your back deck, unplugging from your day. Wherever you are, I'm so glad that you tuned back in. This will serve really as a pre-episode episode as I lay some foundation and provide some background as to who I am, my intention for this podcast, what you can expect and anticipate, and just a little storytelling. And I'll be honest, this process of me providing this background has taken take over take over take over take, and I do not know why it is so difficult for me to get this out but it is, so I'm sitting with it. So as we dig in and get started, I just wanna say a huge amount of gratitude, grace, and love to Michael and Joan Schur, living in Redmond, Washington, and these are the beautiful souls that provided me with my snappy jingle for Be Well that you've heard today. Joan and I have been friends for a couple of years and met teaching at a local yoga studio and Both her and her beautiful husband are just so talented and heart-forward and truly exceptional people. So sending big love to you guys today. So digging in. Who am I? Well, I thought that I'd start with a quote. You'll know as you continue to subscribe and download my podcast that I am a lover of all things inspirational quotes. I love the words. I love affirmations, they are my jam. So this quote says, trust the vibes you get, energy doesn't lie. And this actual quote is made from the Good Vibe Company, so thank you for that quote. And I feel like energy is a really great place for me to start to tell you a little bit about my background. I've always been a deep feeling human. I've always had really, huge sensitivities to what I now know as other people's energies and the energy of the world. When I was growing up, I was always labeled as too sensitive or over-emotional or taking things out of context, blowing things out of proportion, etc., etc. But I've come to find that I just am a deep-feeling human being who really just wants to, like best friend Brene Brown says, and I have to call her best friend, I don't actually know Dr. Brown, but I feel like she is the best friend to everyone. And she says, I don't want to be right, I wanna get it right. And that's really true for me. 
I want to get it right, whatever it is. Abandoning my own ego and getting this human thing right. When I was a little girl, my mom introduced me to metaphysics. I learned how to meditate at a really young age. I learned about yoga at a pretty young age in my teenage years. But more importantly, I had a really strong vehicle to tune down the noise and tune into intuition using gemstones, dreams, looking at energies like chakras and auras, and working with the things that we cannot see, the metaphysical pieces of life like spirit guides or angels, faith, spirituality, etc., etc. Little did I know that I'd be using those tools now, today, more than ever before, but that's really the vehicle of who I am. I, I sense energy, I read energy, I experience energy, and my life's path really has been reconciling the energy that I'm feeling when it doesn't align with what I'm seeing and hearing. And that reconciliation of metaphysical and physical energy has definitely taken me on a path where I have consistent and pervasive reminders that my intuition is speaking and I have either listened or not listened, which has either benefited me well or taught me very difficult lessons. Which brings me to the title of this podcast, Be Well. In order for me to really talk about where those words have come from for me, because obviously they're not new words, we've heard those words all the time in conjunction with self-help, like tinctures, essential oils, or lotions, etc., etc. But in order for me to tell you what these words mean for me, I need to do a little storytelling here. <laughs> so imagine the year is in between 1995 and 1997. And we are in the Bay Area in California at Sonoma State University. And I've gone through in this moment in my life, one of those very difficult lessons because my intuition was screaming at me. <laughs> you all have experienced this, right? When you don't pay attention to something, it just gets louder and louder. And I did not listen. Oi. <laughs> Gotta love those divine lessons. So I was in a relationship for a couple of years and there were the signs, you know the ones, the signs that say, whoa, hard stop, pay attention. Signs like feelings of not being told the truth or other types of deceptions, signs that have told you that maybe you're being taken advantage of, signs that have been telling you that, you know what, there is something fishy and funky town going on right here. And lo and behold, over and over and over again, despite the belly aches, despite the feelings of sadness, despite those that, that really strong feeling in the spine that's like there is something not right. I did not listen. And we all know what happens when we don't listen over and over and over again. And then the universe just gets louder and louder and louder. In this case, the universe decided to send in a reinforcement in the form of one of my dearest girlfriends who came into my life at exactly the right time. In my relationship, 
the universe was getting louder as well, where I was experiencing more feelings and now seeing more things that didn't make sense, didn't align, didn't reconcile, and I was going to have to make a choice, a decision, where I was either going to expend myself to make things comfortable, or I was going to have to end a connection and start over because what was happening right now was not working for me. And in came my deepest, most soulful girlfriend, Nala. Now, Nala and I had met a little before that experience, but we really didn't connect on a deep level in friendship and sisterhood. And a friend of mine took me to a graduation party and there was just something about Nala's energy that drew me in, something that I recognized in her that I deeply felt that I needed. And so she and I started to have conversations over anything you can think of, self-care, books that we were reading, relationships that we were having, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, there was this wealth of resources that were unfolding right in front of me. Now, this is right around the time where Oprah was starting her book club and Oprah and Dr. Phil were having their connection together with their, their dual shows. And so there was this kind of surge of spirituality happening in the world. And I remember the first book that Nala and I read together was um, The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav, which if you've not experienced this book, definitely pick it up. It is all about the power of intuition and how that resonates in the body and pervades from thoughts to words to feelings to actions. I could go on and on. And that was really the spark that I needed. Tuning into that intuition, having somebody as my ally where I could now process the things that I was feeling and it finally made sense, encouraged me and gave me the strength to make the decision to say, this isn't working anymore and I need to take my life in a different direction. I really wish you the best and be well. And that's where that phrase for me came to life. Be well in that situation was a combination of sadness, fear of the unknown, of letting go of a relationship that I had for a while, anger because I allowed myself to settle. I allowed myself to be misused and I knew I just didn't listen Coming to find out though, as Nala and I continued our kind of self-improvement path together in reading books and listening to shows and experiencing music and going and just collecting and, and connecting, we discovered that be well is kind of an all-encompassing, multifaceted phrase of how to close a conversation or close a door, so to speak, in a connection that we need to either pause, um, convey a message, or, or leave and, and do a course correction and go a different way. And in those very special instances where you're dealing with an individual who may bring up feelings of maliciousness or anger, be well can really serve a purpose and save you from being well, there's really no easy way to say this, an a-hole. And so when you're faced with that kind of fueled interaction, the, the intonation around dude, <laughs> be well, is really kind of almost a uh, code word for something a little bit more forceful, if you know what I mean.
<laughs> all in all, that's really what be well means to me. It's that all-encompassing, multifaceted phrase that can be used for a variety of reasons, but at the end of the day, it's really asking people to go on their own journey, do what they need to do, because I'm going to do what I need to do over here, and I'm committed to being well. And that's really what this podcast is all about. Multifaceted, pervasive connection of the collective, where we are all giving ourselves permission to be on our own path, doing what we need to do unapologetically. And I don't know about you, maybe this happens to you too, but we all have people, I think, that come into our lives at just the right time to provide assistance, help, or support. And I'm so grateful for the people in my life, like Nala, who have come in that beautiful divine timing to offer assistance, support, friendship, and allyship. Love you, my friend. So circling back around to some of the key points in the beginning of our podcast, you have a little bit of background about me. You have a lot of foundation of how Be Well came to be. And now thinking about using that theme of accessing intuition into every facet of what we're doing here together. You've heard me say in the first episodes, all two of them, <laughs> that this is brought to you by the Alchemy of Hope Institute. And so I'd like to speak to that. The Alchemy of Hope Institute is a currently an online platform in my company, Sojen Yoga and Energy, and is one of my side hustles or side passions. And of course, I can preface this with another quote from Martin Luther King Jr. Only in the darkness can you see the stars. The Alchemy of Hope Institute is really the integration of three main pillars, energy, equity, and education, all held together by hope. The knowing and the believing and the dreaming that we can be better together. One of my main professional passions is in public education where I am going to be starting my 21st year of teaching children. But the Alchemy of Hope Institute lives in my company, Sojen Yoga and Energy. Utilizing that theme of intuition, it's guided me into creating a company based around energy work. I have my Reiki certification. I'm currently in a Leitarian Reiki program really integrating upper vibrational bands using archangels and spirit guides to align and guide energy healing through Reiki. I offer guided meditation sessions, private yoga sessions, and the list goes on and on. And really these intuitions of passions through energy work, through yoga, through meditation, through energy healing, they all circle back around those three pillars of energy, education, and equity. And in my educational life, I'm utilizing my intuition and my training to hold space for my students who are extremely empathic and giving tools like how to have breath work calm down the central nervous system, the power of mindful meditation, the list goes on and on. But one thing remains the same. I'm just a human being that wants to get it right and not be right. 
I'm just a human woman who wants to be a better human to other human beings and be a better ancestor and hold space for us to grow together because there is room for all of us. The Alchemy of Hope Institute is just an extension of that. It is a learning platform where we will have discussions or hold online classes around energy, equity, and education. And this is with the sole purpose that whatever we learn together, you can take home, learn on your own, and teach it to other people so that we can continue this beautiful collective community of open awareness and of hope. Thank you so much for tuning in for this little foundational background with me. Next episode is a very special episode. It is fueled and driven by a dear friend of mine, Diana, who lives in Monroe, Washington, who is asking for questions that fit underneath the umbrella of education on how to build resiliency and grounding routines and rituals in the home during this global pandemic of remote learning, especially here in the state of Washington. And I have reached out to who I feel are experts and authorities in the field, connecting with social workers, counselors, former principals, former deputy superintendents, and really tapping into their expertise to give families, you my listeners, something extremely tangible that you can take right now and implement in your homes as we go through the transition of summer where things seem almost normal when you go out and play in the rivers and swim in the pools and yet we still feel that pressure of knowing that things are very different and school is going to look very different for all of us so big thanks to diana for writing in and asking that beautifully beautifully phrased question and I'll be answering that in depth in my next episode. Friends, thank you so much for tuning out the outside world and tuning in to this collective community. I couldn't be more thankful and grateful. Wishing you the best day, and as always, be well.